Maseches Bava Kama has been graciously dedicated by Reb Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'ilui Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. The following shear has been presented by Rav David Grossman, Reish Beis Havad Lenyani Mishpat, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. The Chelek of Shas, we are about to begin, is referred to by the Gemara Mishra Shabbos Taflam and Aleph and Aleph, as well as by numerous other occasions throughout Chazal. The Gemara and Chazal referred to this Chelek, this Seder, as Seder Nezikin. Nezikin damages. It seems a little bit interesting. If you think about this title, we can question the choice that the Chacham have chosen to represent this fourth Seder of Shas, Seder Nezikin. All the other titles, Zroy and Moi, it seemed to be an accurate representation of the subject matter that's discussed within that portion, within that Seder of Shas. Zeroyim deals with the mitzvahs that have significant relevance to vegetation, to fruits and vegetables, and the chayuvim. Seder Moyin discusses the days throughout the year which are specifically designated as times which we convene or kaviyochel meet up with the Rabbeinu like a base vad, a vad, vido. Seder Noshim accurately deals with feminine issues, familial issues. Seder Nezikin, on the other hand, doesn't seem to justifiably characterize or symbolize the information that this portion of the Torah Kodesh discusses. It's true. One of the topics obviously discussed at length in Seder Nezikim are damages. But why is the name Nezikim chosen to represent the entire Seder? What message can we uncover in the laws of damages that can give us a clearer picture to the Rabbi Shalom's outlook as far as the relationship between man and his possessions, man and his wealth? A similar question can be asked with regards to the topic the Chazal chose to inaugurate Seder Zikim with. If you look at the entire first, most of the first part of Bobakama, it deals with all the chiyuvim and intricacies of the laws of Nezikim of damages. Why was this the subject that, that opens up Cheshen Mishpot, that opens up the, the Gemaris that deal with monetary halacha? Wouldn't it be different? Wouldn't wouldn't we think that other the methods of acquiring an asset might be a good hakdama, or perhaps the the halachis of dayonim like the shulchan and the tour start out with hilchas dayonim adjudication? Why hilchas nezikin? Why is that the first thing that's learned with regards to cheshimishvot? I think that the hidden message possibly lies in the Gemara at the end of Avakama, the Gemara in the Afkufyu test of Menalev, says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, the person who steals the value of a pruta from his friend, 
It's considered as if he has taken his neshama. He has relieved him, he has embezzled his essence. The same type of concept is discussed on the Fkufyud Beis. And the Torah tells us the importance of delivering wages, of baltolin, of paying a person on time. The Gemara quotes the Pesach, Upon these wages, he carries his soul. The worker relies on these wages for sustenance. And the Gemara learns out, If you withhold what's rightfully somebody else's, the Sarsocher, the wages that somebody else really should be receiving today, it's as if you, you're holding on to his neshama. Possibly, we can explain these seemingly extreme statements. We can understand it a little bit better with the Maimon Chazal, based on the Gemara in Soita Dafir Beis. The Gemara relates, And she took a wicker basket, Zokra Balazar, from the fact that the mother of Armanic, Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabban Shal Yisrael, when, he, when she placed that small child, she put him in a flimsy wicker basket and did not invest in a basket of wood. We see that with tzaddikim, their mind has more significance, more importance than their goof. And the question begs to be asked. We know that we, the big tzaddikim don't put a, 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 a significance on mominus, on monetary acquisitions. There's the Indian of preachers that's discussed. Why, how, how do we understand that tzaddikim emoinim chavav alamayosim egufa? A similar impression we receive from the b'raisa that's brought down on numerous occasions throughout Shas. The Gemara quotes himself as brachas and psachim and human many times. Tanya. Rabbi Lezor Oimer, Rabbi Yezus said, Why do we need both? Why does it say Bechol Nafshecha and Bechol Moidecha? Zokti Gemara, Elha to teach us, Im Yesh Lecha Olam Shagufa Chavim Olav Mimemoynai, Lekach Lama Bechol Nafshecha. It depends on the person. A person whose goof is more Chavim. So we, we include that we have the love has to come and if there's a person who his his monetary acquisitions are more chaviv, so that's why it says and the Gemara seems to equate these two individuals without enlightening us as to what is the talk of the proper outlook on this issue. The question is. How do we understand the Gemara? The Torah the, the seems to be telling us that whether you're this type of person or that type of person, it doesn't matter. You have to give the whole. You have to serve the Rebbeinu and love the Rebbeinu The 
one can understand that this is the Rebbe message. There is no absolute truth as to which is more dear, a person, his possessions. And the answer is really, it depends on the potential. What is the greater potential to serve the Rebbe Yisrael? Rebbe Loza discusses two types of people, neither of which hold preference in the eyes of the Rebbe Yisrael. He discusses the Talmud Chacham, the teacher, the Mayo, the Shoichet, who is Shoichet to serve the Rebbe Yisrael with his, with his body, with his goof. But there's also the philanthropist, the supporter of Torah, whose neshama may extend itself even further. A person who's, who has wealth can use his wealth in, in, a, in a manner which will create Kovit Shemayim throughout the world in, in an a, even greater way, changing the entire world and bringing, bringing the car of people to Torah and to Europe. And on that person it says, This point we can really beautifully illustrate by a beautiful their hair that I've heard the shame of Yakameya Shechlashlita from Yushalayan. So And he explains a very interesting Gemara in Gitten. The Gemara takes us to the final moments of the Halaga Moira of Eshlokish. And the Gemara relates, Kinoch Nafshei Shovak Kabo de Mariko. As Rishlokish's Neshoma was being put to rest, he was, he, he, he was leaving over a small measurement of Mariko. Oh, Mariko is a vegetation. And he saw on the side of the room, there was a Kabo de Mariko. Koran Nafshei, he called upon himself, he called, he called unto the situation. He quoted the Pasuk and Tehillim, the Ozvula Chayrim Chaylon. And he, you will, one will have to leave their belongings, their Farmegan their to others. In other words, Rishlokish was, was there upset and, and dejected that he unfortunately has to leave his possessions to others. And the Gemara see, begs for a deeper understanding. Is this what's occupying the mind of one of the greatest luminaries of all time? The greatest Mavakshayho Emes on his way to the Oilama Emes. What is he thinking about? Is he thinking about the Kaaba de Mariko, a little bit of Oilam Hazer, that he's going to have to leave to others? His Paris Oilam Hazer, when he, his Neshama goes to the Oilam Abba, it's a pillar. Zohar Yakimeir Shechter, he directs our attention. The same word that was quoted in the pasuk of Tehillim, "Va'ozvu la'cherim chelom." You will have to. One will have to leave his chel, his possessions, his farmegin, to others. This word chel was a word that had a tremendous significance in the life of Rish Lakish. If we remember. The famous story that's brought down in the Gemara of Metziah. When Rish Lakish was the head of the bandits and he jumped over the river with a tremendous amount of strength, Rabbi Yechonon saw him and called out to him all the words that he said. Your chayl, your strength, your talents, everything you encompass. 
should go be directed to the Rabbeinu Shalom and his Torah. Rishlovish remembers this and lived his life with this directive. And as Rishlovish is lying there, making his final moments of Cheshven and Nefesh, he remembers and he highlights his, his illustrious life and remembers the powerful message of Rabbi Yechonon. And he asks himself one question. Did I fulfill my purpose? Was I successful in taking my chayl, taking everything that I represent, my exceptional talents, which the Rebbe entrusted, and nutzlis ois for kovet shemayim, and as he makes his cheshvan and efesh, he looks all around and his eyes drift to this un- underutilized Kaaba de Mairika, which he bemoans that the fact that he was not able to bring this to Kavit Shemayim. He was not able to turn this piece of Olam Hazar into Avedas Hashem. And he quotes the Pasuk and tells him, This Chayl, this part of my Chayl, I was not able to turn around and to utilize and to uplift for the Rabbani Shalom and his Torah and his mitzvahs. And this could be Chazal's message to us by naming the monetary portion of Shas Nezikin. What's the message of Nezikin? I believe there's no better avenue for Chazal to communicate to us the extent that our possession our, our possessions are in reality a direct extension of ourselves. In Yeshlach HaOlam, if there's a person that could serve the Rosh through his money, through his wealth, your wealth, a person's wealth, is an extension of his, of his body, is an extension of his goof, of what the Rosh gave him. How do we see that from the Zikin? With a very fascinating halacha that's brought down in the first letter in Ezekiel. Let's consider the following scenario. Ruvain invites his friend Shimon, and Shimon for Shabbos, for a Shabbos meal, and Shimon arrives with his wife and his rambunctious three year old son, Velvel. Halfway through the meal, everybody watching as Velvel lifts up an expensive vase and smashes it to smithereens right in front of his father, in front of Ruvain and everybody at the table. What's the halacha? Is Shimon obligated to pay Ruvain for this damage? No. There could be certain cases where he would have a halacha of a maimit, which is a gemara in Aquinas, which we'll deal with throughout the Masechta. But on a basic level, a person is not responsible for the damages of his child. So why is it then that if the identical occurrence were to happen involving Shimon's chicken, Shimon's animal, or one of Shimon's possessions, then Shimon would be culpable and he would have to pay for the damage that his behemo caused, like we'll see in the first letter in Babakama. The reason is that in order for the Rabbi to make an individual liable 
for a specific action, that action has to be under his control. When Hashem gives a person a child, although it's the parent's obligation to raise and nurture and educate to the best of their ability, but they don't have responsibility for their child's actions. They don't own the child. A person's possessions, on the other hand, are his domain under his ownership. And they are more an extension of himself. And this is the lesson from the title Nazikin. What clear message can the Torah use to give us the intensity of the, the bond between man and his possessions? Explain to us how significant it is that a person's possession is an extension of his being to be mechaev, to obligate a person on the nezikin of his extension. And before opening the, the Seder Nezikin and giving a person an idea of what it means to own something, ownership is, is a person's assets are, are a direct extension of his of his of his, his inner being. And that's You're taking a chalik of him. You're taking something that Rabbi gave him as a tool to be to use for Avodas Hashem, his goof, his neshama, his assets, his farmegan, everything that he represents. Now this concept one can is, is clearly dictated to us in the Akdoma of the Chazoni Cheskel from Chatzkel of Ramsi, Zechorin Lebracha, the late Rosh Hashiva Slavodkin. And I quote from his Akdoma to Dine Mominus, Klal Godol Hu B'Dine Atoyro. There's a general rule, Shabal HaMomoin Hu Asholet HaYechidi Al Hoinoi V'Cheloi. An owner, the owner of the property is, the, is in total control. V'Loyadin V'Loyadayin Choytin Es Goydol R'Chushoi. There's no law or dying or judge that will decide the outcome of his property. The Torah does not give instruction. The Torah puts a person in total control of his assets. Like as, as bold as a red string on a white blanket. This is something that we need to take with us throughout throughout Nezikin. Whereas in Hilchah Shabbos, the Rosh will say, you're not allowed to do this, and you're not allowed to do that. And in other halachas, in Eben Ezer and Yeridea, when it comes to Chayshim Mishmah, the, the Torah did not really give limitations. There are a few in Yonam, like Ribis, and I know that are discussed later on in this Hakdama. But as you saw, it is that the, 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 all of Chayshim Mishpat is really telling us what a person's das is, how to effectuate something, how to transfer, but never is it, am I allowed to do this? To, to do this? Am I allowed to? A person, the Rabbi Shalom, wanted to give the person control so he could be similar to the Rabbi Shalom, Mahu Chanon, Avato Chanon. 
Rabbi Shalom has the Kriya Koral, Rabbi Shalom has a Kinyan and everything, and owns everything, and in the man's little world, Rabbi Shalom gave him his assets, gave him his belongings to control, to be in full control over what he does with it. To give him the Mechira, to elevate it to the Rabbi Shalom, to use it properly. And therefore, continues from Chatzkel Shavala Hu Hamoishel Elyon Hamachlet Es Mahalacha Eisek. The the Balamaisa, the owner himself, is the premier ruler who ultimately dictates the terms of each deal. At Soif Kol Teitzos Hamaisis Hamishpotis. Until the final detail, both on a practical level and in, on a halachic level. So the the. the the halakhas of Chesh Mishpat are different. And this is the lesson of starting with the Zikin. You're in charge. Your, your assets are part of you. They represent you. You have full control over them, and therefore you're responsible for their Zikin. What better way is there to tell us the Hashimus of Mominus, of a person's relationship with his, with his assets and what, he, what can be done with it? What, is, what the expectation is like Rish to take everything he has to elevate the Shem Shemayim is to show us how responsible we are. The only thing we're responsible for is our possessions. Not our children, not our family, our possessions. And because our possessions are such a big chaylek, b'chol nafshecho, b'chol mo'idecho. And we'll end. This could be the meaning of the Gemara A person who wants to be a chassid says the Gemara in the Flamid of an Aleph and Bavakamo, the Kayim Mili de Neziko. He should be Mikayim the word, the Mili, the words of Nezikin. Now, what does Nezikin have to do with Chassido? I believe that this could be the message. A person who wants to be a chassid should realize that everything that's given to him has a purpose. And has an expectation that Rabbi Shalom is waiting for him to turn that into Olam Habo, to elevate it. And if a person wants to be a chassid, he should be kind of mili the nazika. It doesn't say the nazika. It says mili the nazika, the message. The message behind the mili the nazika. Give a bracha to our listeners. We're going to go through the next say the nazika tons of cases and fascinating fascinating case files through through the Gemara we should be zoiche the haschil say the nazikim the saimam with a with a great understanding a very deep understanding in what's what the Russian wants from us and how to ensure that our belongings belong to us and are rightfully ours and we should be zoiche to be messiah to say the nazikim the Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultation, Service, Educational Seminars or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the